Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Way We're Dragons. This is Johnny. This is Kelsey. And we have a special guest with us today. Yes, yes, we do. Special guest, who are you? Hi! And why are you here? What do you want? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, my name's Mariah. I forced my way on here today. <laughs> <laughs> so, my birthday is tomorrow, and Mariah came into town from across the country to visit me for my birthday so yeah yeah it'll we figured you know she might have something to say she's an avid listener uh but we figured she might have something to say so we would uh let her join us basically yeah. i'm incapable of keeping my mouth shut so she just decided <laughs> to put me on <laughs> so since you're a fan of the podcast obviously you have some interest in the occult uh at least that would be an assumption <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I would assume that. Why too. are you here? <laughs> so what are your interests in the occult? Uh, yeah. Um, so I've been, you know, interested in the occult uh, for a little while now. I think mostly after I met you. Um, but I have been slowly uh, studying uh, druidity and the druid studies is mostly what I'm into. Uh, also uh, astrology and stuff of the like. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Nice. So, uh... Well, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a, a newbie yeah, nice. in this field, so... We're all I, new at some point. I was like, welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing this for, you know, over half my life and still feel like I'm a newbie in the field. <laughs> so there's infinite amount to learn and delve into, so... Yeah, never too late. Yeah. No. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Oh, what have you been up to, Kelsey? Surviving the winter storm that came through the Midwest. Um, it's like we're we had a lot of ice, a lot of snow. Do we need snow angels? No, no. But my dog does not want to come inside because he likes playing in the snow and eating the snow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Oreo just likes to run around and just eat the snow, and it's like, buddy, it's freezing. Oreo come is inside. A giant puppy. He is. He doesn't realize that he's 150 pounds. As most large dogs do. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like my second job started up on uh, the first. Mm -hmm. So, started doing that again. So, yeah. That's what I've been up to. What about you guys? Um. So, my uh, help at work recently quit. So, extra work. And then I've got several business trips coming up. And all that fun mm -hmm. stuff so i don't i'm gonna be dying at work and so stressing out about that um in the midst of looking for um potential employment elsewhere um, yeah and all sorts of other fun stuff it's exciting yeah <laughs> <laughs> not much <laughs> Uh, been living my desert life, enjoying the sunshine, essentially being a lizard. That's what I do. Just flying forever, getting on trains and trams and car rides to Plains get Plains over here. That's what I did. That's a I, great movie. The original, the remake's me. But legit what I did yesterday, I had planes, trains, and automobiles. It was a lot of mode of transportation. <laughs> it is to get to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you been reading or listening to anything interesting lately, Kelsey? So, 
I don't know if that's a no or if that's a oh, buddy. This is going to be backwards for you. So I started this called The Witch's Kind uh-huh. by Louisa Morgan. It's okay. I'm dyslexic. I can read it forward. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, minor side note, when everyone sends me like a misspelled text, I go, it's okay. My best friend's dyslexic. Like, you're fine. <laughs> And they're like, oh, like, it's fine. Like, (laughs) but so like, it's two different timelines and I'm like this far into it. I'm not very far into it, but, um, two different timelines before World War One and after World War One, these two women, (laughs) they're peculiar women that live on the edge of this town, like in Washington state. And they find this baby. This baby's got gills. (sighs) (laughs) and i like i got to that part and i took my headphones off and i just kind of sat there for a minute throw it back because like she's giving the baby a bath right and she feels the gills behind the baby's ears i was like oh oh, no no i'm with you that's the point i'd be like nope So I I started that and I've been kind of contemplating on whether to finish it or not. I mean, it sounds like it would be interesting. I'm curious as to why the baby has gills. I want to know. I do want to know why the baby has gills. But like the one, the one she's never married. Like she's this weird woman that has premonitions. Her niece got married. Husband went missing. Now the husband's back and it's she's found a baby on the beach with gills no like a mer baby i don't know because it doesn't have a tail is this the, it's got normal little legs is this the beginning of uh uh water world <laughs> like is, is this the beginning of the beginning of the shape of water uh this is the this is the sequel to shape of water uh, <laughs> this, this is the sequel oh, this is their baby that's the gill baby that results from that Okay, gotcha. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Minor spoiler for anyone who has not seen that movie. It is <laughs> really, really weird and uncomfortable. Where uh, beautifully uh, shot. The set of cinematography is amazing, but <laughs> there's a there's a lot of questions is involving like uh, morality and consent yeah. going into it because of not being able to properly communicate. Mm-hmm. But basically yeah. this woman meets and has the hots for and hooks up with a fish man. Yeah. And that's that's the gist of the movie. It's a romance interspecies movie about a woman and a fish man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a weird movie. <laughs> that's such a weird movie. Um. So yeah, I actually, I've been busy as a cat reading don't ask it's a reference it's an obscure reference like, i'm not asking. i've been as busy as a cat burying shit on concrete oh okay oh. Uh, that sounds about right but with working extra and doing all sorts of other stuff i've had time to plug in a few more books than usual in two weeks i've actually finished four books in two weeks yeah wow yeah um because yay audiobooks yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of which actually is going to be one of our references to today's episode, um, which is your Chinese horoscope for each and every year by uh, Neil Somerville. Somerville, okay. I think something like that. That sounds right. It's, sure. Yeah. S O M E R V I L L E. 
And then the other three were the uh, Riven Weird Saga by Graham Austin King. Amazing, amazing series. Um, it takes place in kind of a different place. Without any too many spoilers, the way they set it up, it's kind of a different planet or kind of like an alternate Earth type thing, different dimension, where people kind of got pulled there in the history by the Fae. And so they were like settled okay. there and they've, uh, the Druids historically kind of blocked off the Fae. And so the Fae starts showing up and coming back into the story. Um, and they are more on the lines of historically accurate Fae than, you know, pretty people with pretty wings there's there is heavy trigger warnings for sexual assault in this book um just as an fyi for anyone interested in listening to it or reading it um but let's just say the woman well several of the individuals that have because it's both male and female that have things done to them um they get their comeuppance in the end so okay no most of them it's i'm not going to give any spoilers but it's it's very enjoyable um yeah there's that. Have okay. you been reading anything? Oh no. Oh, the question I've been dreading. <laughs> I I am a habitual inconsistent reader, which is I I will go through like a year or so where I do what he does and like read like a billion books a year. Uh, I am in my lull as of the past uh, two years. Uh, so I haven't read anything in a while. I think last year over about three or four months, you and I had a competition. Uh, who could read the most or get through the most books and he smoked you like i think yeah yeah. he smoked you (laughs) i did not do well i'm still waiting for my dinner on that one (laughs) but Uh anyways um so yeah today i have we're going to be talking about the lunar new year or what a lot of people in the states know it as is the chinese new year it actually encompasses or is celebrated in different ways and a number of different uh oriental cultures and asian cultures um so we are and we have entered as of the second i believe it was of february the year of the tiger um we're gonna do a little story time and then kind of delve into it um we're gonna kind of uh there are some minor spoilers here for uh fruits basket which is a manga series that came out in the early 2000s late 90s early 2000s there is a there are two different anime what first one came out in the early 2000s and the second one came out a couple years ago they redid it and did a lot more episodes so there's minor spoilers and minor backstories that we'll uh, talk about here and with this um but nothing too drastic or crazy it's stuff that's covered like the first season so it's you know the show the last season or the first season of it came out in 2019 so if uh i think we're well beyond the spoiler warning mark yeah so story time here we're gonna get into um, so according to the myth and legend that you know China, Japan, uh, a number of other countries, and some of these animals change depending on the country, and I'll get to some of that later on. But according to the story, the Jade Emperor, who is basically the, <coughs> the divine god type figure, the head honcho, was decided to have a party and a celebration, and he decided that the first. 12 animals to cross the river to get to his palace would be honored with being the 12 animals of the zodiac and this i'm doing like a condensed version of the story because there's a bit more to this that's a bit more interact when they got uh knowing that they had to cross the river the rat asked uh because he was not the greatest at swimming so he asked the horse the 
tiger uh, and the ox if they could help bring him across the river because, you know, he's small and yeah. he gets left away. The horse and the tiger both said no, but the ox agreed to help. Just as they got to the other side, because the other side of the river was the finish line, um, the rat jumped off, putting in order the rat being the first in the order of the animal. Then the ox came across because the other rat, the tiger was right behind the ox. Um, the rabbit, not being able to swim well, actually used stones on the river to jump across the river to make it across. The horse, I believe, no, sorry. Uh, so after the rabbit, the dragon came across, which the dragon could have flown over everything, but he stopped in the process to help some of the other animals while they were having issues. And then the horse was just about to come ashore, uh, but reared back because the snake came up and the snake scared the horse. So the horse got in seventh. And then after the horse was the sheep or goat, the monkey and the rooster all came over together on a raft. Well, since the goat slash sheep was the most helpful and the most forward thinking between the three of them, they voted and decided to make him first, followed by the monkey and then the rooster. And then the dog paddled across. The boar or pig was the last one to come across because it decided to take a nap. So those were the first. In some cultures, the uh, animals are a bit different. In Vietnamese culture, instead of a, uh, they use the cat instead of a rabbit, which is a little interesting for you know the based off the Japanese story. In Thailand, they replaced the dragon with a naga, which is like this giant snake-type creature. The Japanese story is interesting, because they actually have a 13th animal that did not make the Zodiac. And uh, Mariah's going to tell us why. It's so sad. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, because this is actually the premise of the show we were talking about, the fruits basket. So there was actually a 13th animal, the cat, but the rat had actually tricked the cat and told him that the meeting wasn't until the day after, so that the cat slept in and missed the whole thing entirely, missing out on his opportunity to be a part of the Zodiac. So he's kind of, the cat is kind of the outcast yeah. of the group. So it's because gotcha. he he is still one of the animals, but he's not included in the Zodiac at all. So they kind of yeah. really, really uh, outcast him, and also obviously him and the rat have a big feud together because the rat... Um, tricked him and kind of talked to to be the first one in line which is why um in the mythology or that they relate it to the why the cat has such an issue with Mm -hmm. gotcha so that puts the order of animals as as, in the circle of the year at or the cycle of time for a lot of at least for the chinese because that's the most widely recognized uh culturally but as the rat ox then tiger rabbit dragon snake horse goat monkey rooster dog and pig and there's actually i forget which country it is i want to say it's burma burma actually only has eight animals yeah so they've they've kind of reduced it down um but most most countries do the 12 animals and so this this exists on a 60 year cycle everyone's confused so the reason this consists on a 60-year cycle is they actually have technically three but two overlapping systems that they use. Okay. Along with the 12 animals, they have five elements. And we'll get into that a lot heavier when we do talk about like the alchemy and stuff. 
But what they do is every, so they have yin and yang. And Uh uh, so every animal is associated with either yin or yang. And the elements overlap with the animals. And so every two years, it changes the element. So every 60 years, if you do the math, 12 times 5 is 60, you have a... And I'm not going to pronounce this word right. Psychogenic cycle, um, which basically means it exists in 60 years. So this means that every when everyone is born, they are born in both the year of and the animal. Gotcha. So, Kelsey, do you know what element you are? <laughs> I looked at the chart that you sent. So, water. I'm a monkey. You're a water monkey. I'm a water monkey. That's 92. Mm-hmm. And Mariah is... Can I say it how I like to say it? You can say it how you like to say it. I'm a wet cock. There you go. <laughs> a water rooster. <laughs> and I am a metal horse. Uh, I have seen where some places they, for whatever reason, replace metal with gold as a gold horse. But I think I'm I'm just going to go with metal. I'll say gold is a metal. Yeah, but metal horse, so you know. Love, <laughs> I'm kind of confused if I were going to single one out, but okay. <laughs> no, it's this very specific metal. Yep. I don't know. So yeah, it's a really cool overlapping system. So you have certain attributes that are are that are associated with the animal. You also have certain attributes that are associated with the animal. So we can take times and go through this as far as the different animals. And I've got a little step bit on the notes for the, each animal and attributes yeah. for them. So I don't know who wants to start. I have do not have these pulled up. So it's going to be the two of you. Why don't you have it pulled up? Because I've like, got, got enough shit going sh- on, man. I got a lot of shit. <laughs> okay. Um, so rats are typically quick-witted, resourceful, and smart, but lack courage. With, bastards. Yeah, with rich imagination and so- sharp observations, they can take advantage of various opportunities. Well, uh, in Chinese culture, rats represent working diligently and thriftfully, thriftfulness. So people born in the year of the rat are thought to be wealthy and prosperous. Typical words that are associated, and some of these words are positive, some of them are negative. You're just going to have to deal with it, guys. You're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> I do like my impression there. (laughs) Some of the words, you know, there, of course, with all of us, we all have positive and negative attributes. And just like that, there are positive and negative attributes listed in this. So hopefully no one gets butt hurt. I was, when I was typing mine in for the horse, I'm just like, this is it, right? And then I'm like, well, can be at times. It was. Yeah. It can be at times. Rats are imaginative, charming, generous, intellectual, quick-tempered, ambitious, reckless, opportunistic, passionate, and sensitive. Like with everything, these this isn't all-encompassing. Rats aren't just these things, and this is not a 100% on every single rat saying every single rat is opper- opportunistic. That's where it's kind of the element come into and well yeah so and, and we'll get to that in a little bit where you know the elements have different words that are associated with them as well so if like you have crossovers of course like with the horse uh there was actually one i was going to point out when we get to it but i'll go ahead and say this so horses are witty people born in the years that are the elements of metal are witty so i am based off this extra witty what you're extra what no. And, no and way. We'll, we'll get into the little, uh, you know, bit on <laughs> nah. that in a bit. 
You want to cover us? Yeah. All right. Do I need to make it bigger, or can you see? I can see it. I'll just, I'll just get closer to you. I'm going to snuggle in while I read this. Um, so, yeah, number two is Ox. Uh, they have an honest nature. The Ox is also known for its diligence, dependability, strength, and determination. These reflect very traditional and conservative characteristics. They have great patience and desire to make progress. Oxes can achieve their goals by consistent effort. They're not much influenced by others or the environment, and they persist doing things according to their ideas and capabilities. For taking action, oxes have a definite plan with detailed steps to which they apply their strong faith and physical strength. As a result, people of the ox zodiac sign uh, often enjoy great success. They really like succeeding in their well-thought-out plans and goals. Oxes are usually not good at communicating with others, though, and even think it's not worthwhile to engage in with their ideas with others. They are sometimes stubborn and stick to their own ways. They're very, uh, you know, straightforward people. They're bullheaded. What? <laughs> you double wit. Double wit right here, people. <laughs> uh, some of the words associated, uh, conservative, methodical, handy, demanding, stubborn, strong, dutiful, private, courageous, and faithful. So now for the uh, contender for the year, Year of the Tiger here. Interestingly enough, a little side note, there is actually a whole story that originally it wasn't a tiger. There's, I want to say it's the Mythology Podcast by Podcorp that does a nice, lovely little story on this. But originally it was a lion, but the lion was a, basically it was a dick. And so the uh, the Jade Emperor was like, yo, you're out of here. And because it was like murder people. And so the tiger stopped the lion and so it's like hey you uh you want to place the lion and the tiger's like sure why not just Yay! like that it's not exactly like that tigers are known as the king of all beasts in china and uh, in the zodiac tiger is the symbol of strength exercising evil and braveness many chinese kids wear hats or shoes with tigers images on them for good luck Aww. Tigers are typically sensitive, emotional, competitive, jealous, dominant, dignified, honest, passionate, and risk takers. Now we're on to uh, one of my favorite characters from Fruits Basket. Question, why is he German? He's half German. <laughs> There's this small boy who is very German. He's half German. Japanese anime. He's half German. His name is Bonichi. <laughs> he's half German. He likes wearing girls' clothes. He is very oh, cute. Okay. But he's also extremely German. He's like the <laughs> only person no in sense. A, only person in the anime with a German accent. I mean, they wanted something different. I don't know. Yeah. It's a very odd character, but he is adorable, <laughs> so but yeah, so rabbit. Alright, this German rabbit. <laughs> Alright, uh, so rabbits tend to be gentle, quiet, elegant, and alert, as well as quick, skillful, <coughs> kind, patient, and very res responsible. However, they might be superficial, stubborn, melancholy, and overly discreet. Rabbits are faithful to those around them, but are reluctant to reveal their minds to others, and have a tendency to escape reality. They are too cautious and conservative, which means they miss good opportunities. So, 
coquettish would be the word for that. Yeah. So some of the words for the rabbit, um, affectionate, sentimental, shallow, selfish, perceptive, fashionable, curious, fussy, cunning, and possessive. I guess that explains the fruit basket character. Yeah. (laughs) wear a cool hat the whole time. Okay. All right. (laughs) Still don't know why he was German. Because he's very German. Yes, he is. I don't know, that was a horrible German accent, but that's all right. <laughs> I was like, me being an excessively German person myself, no. <laughs> all right, so the next one we have is the dragon, which is funny because I currently live with three dragons. Um, both hmm. both my nephews and my mother are dragons. So give you guys an idea of some stuff I deal with on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> Um, dragon, amongst the Chinese zodiac animals, the dragon is the sole imaginary animal, quote unquote. You know, that's completely subjective, but we're not going into that argument on this episode. Dragons have an infamous reputation for being hot-headed and possessing a sharp tongue. In ancient times, people thought that dragons were the best suited to be the leaders of the world with their character traits of dominance and ambition. So some words that describe the dragon. Competent, self-assured, courageous, enthusiastic, intelligent, intolerant, daring, arrogant, critical, and irritable. So next we got the snakey snake. A snack? Yeah, the snack. The danger noodle. <laughs> but no bro. They're, they're just tubes. They're harmless tubes. <laughs> they're scaly babies. They're scary where I live, though, so I have to, you know, the snakes are very yeah watch out for those so yeah snakey snake all right so in chinese culture snake is most ambitious animal among the 12 zodiac animals people born in the year of the snake are supposed to be the most intuitive snakes tend to act according to their own judgments while remaining private and reticent they are determined and accomplished their goals and hate to fail some words that describe (coughs) nah wise charming seductive Secretive, insightful, subtle, proud, malicious, and vindictive. I want to point out the fact that the uh, animal that most closely resembles a phallic thing is the seductive one. I mean, they gotta put it in somewhere. It's in everything. Snakes equal penis. I don't know. They gotta put it in somewhere. Okay? They gotta weasel it in there. Alrighty. Now it's time for me! I'm gonna hate reading this. (laughs) The horses! People born in the year of the horse are extremely animated. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just, I'm completely, like, grounded and... <laughs> you didn't just sing that first line there. No. Uh, they're extremely animated, active, and energetic. Horses love to be in a crowd, and they can usually be seen on such occasions as concerts, theater performances, meetings, sporting events, bleh, and parties. <laughs> I was like, sir, you like to party. You like to do parties. I am very much a concert person as well. Yeah. With a deaf sense of humor, horses are masters of repartee. Yeah. You know, my pinky out for that one. I don't know what I'm doing here. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's what I thought of. Get you your monocle. There you go. They love to take center stage and delight audiences everywhere. Sometimes the horse is a little self-centered. Doesn't mean that they are not interested in others' problems. Horses are really more cunning than intelligent. See, I keep telling people I'm not smart. I'm just cunning. (laughs) (laughs) And that is probably why most horses lack real confidence. Some words that describe this guy. 
friendly, witty, cheerful, independent, competitive, yes. adventurous, yes. vain, yes. just a little bit. Oh, <laughs> just a little bit. Impatient. Extremely. Yes. Volatile. And selfish. Everyone's selfish to a degree. I just think volatile is funny that it was on the list. I'm like, is that by a chemical? Yes. Uh, You're very combustible. I was like, I just think of explosive. Like, when you get mad, you really get mad. Yeah. 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 That's what I think of. All right. Overlay goat. The next is the goat. OG. I'm going to get your goat. Uh Uh, Let's see. Goat people. That's a weird way to start a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) You mean like Bob's a match? Like, what are, are we talking about, like, satyrs, pan? Like, what do we mean, goat people? What are we talking about? <laughs> goat I people. Here. Never thought I'd, you know, start off saying that. Anyway, goat people. <laughs> Born in the year of the goat. That's redundant. It says goat hyphen. People born yeah. in the year of the goat. That hyphen is meant to separate the No, no, no. It's goat people. <laughs> That's what the hyphen is supposed to bring I, them together. No, I literally have hyphen. Well, then, for the monkey, it's monkey monkeys. <laughs> oh, I thought you wrote this weird. You <laughs> uh, read his notes. No, no, I'm reading it how I'm reading it. <laughs> you do you, boo-boo. Oh, no, now I have to get the <clears throat> goat people. Born in the year of the goat. <laughs> Are generally believed to be gentle, mild-mannered, shy, subtle, sympathetic, amicable, and brimming with strong sense of kind-heartedness and justice. Just, just us goats. Just us goats. Uh-huh. Just us goat people born in the year of the goat. <laughs> <laughs> they have very docile thought, strong creativity, and perseverance, and acquire professional skills well. Although they look gentle on the surface, they are tough on the inside always insisting on their own opinions and their minds. They have strong inner resilience and excellent defensive instincts. So some of the words that uh, describe goat people born in the year of the goat. She's not colored down. I'm it's just fun to say. Uh, gentle, kind, artistic, pessimistic, cultured, shy, self-indulgent, dependent, people-pleaser, insecure. Time to talk about monkeys. Hey, that's me. (laughs) Monkeys are fast learners and crafty opportunists. I was like, I'm crafty. I got fucking craft room. (laughs) (laughs) They have many interests and need partners who are capable of stimulating them. While some... Like the eccentric nature of monkeys, others don't trust their sly, restless, and inquisitive nature. Although they are clever and creative, monkeys can't always exhibit their talents properly. They like to accept challenges and prefer urban life to rural life. I don't necessarily agree with that one, but I'll leave that would be. It's like, I hate living in the suburbs. (laughs) Do you really though? I hate this. But do you? Are you kidding me? But yeah. Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, monkeys can be persuasive, sociable, talkative. Now, you can be talkative. You'd like. It, I'm introverted by nature, yeah, so I am but, talkative around my own people. Yes, that's that, that's that's the thing there. Uh, yeah. Eccentric. 
you can be a little eccentric at times, but in a different, like you're eccentric in an odd way. Thanks. That's you're a like, compliment. Yeah, you're like introvertedly eccentric, if that makes sense. Like no. you're eccentric how a librarian is eccentric. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. a little bit. <laughs> uh, sly, curious, humorous, mischievous. I'm hilarious. Superficial. And I don't know about that one. What was the last one? Untruthful. I'm, I'm a little bit too truthful. <laughs> I'm a little bit too truthful. All right, roosters. Says rooster, roosters. Yeah, rooster, roosters. <laughs> roosters, born in the year of the rooster, uh, are always active, amusing, and popular within a crowd. Roosters are talkative, outspoken, frank, open, honest, and loyal individuals. <laughs> Doesn't track at all. I don't know what you're nodding about. <laughs> They like to be the center of attention and always appear attractive and beautiful. Roosters are happiest when they are surrounded by others, whether at a party or just a social gathering. So who is it that makes friends in the airport every time they go on a flight? I do. <laughs> I own <always> it. <laughs> your, your dad does that. Oh! Well, like I told him, what am I supposed to do? Sit there and drink my whiskey and coke and not say anything for two hours? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. I talk to the nice people around me. No. It don't matter where the fuck I go with my dad. It don't matter. We flew out to freaking San Francisco one time. And he's making friends on, along the way. I'm like, Dad. Oh, don't fly with me. <laughs> everywhere we go. Everywhere. We're in LA. In LAX. And we're making friends. San Francisco. The rental car place. I mean, we go to the IGA. Freaking, we have people. And <laughs> I probably so have over a dozen like phone numbers and like friends on facebook of people that i just met randomly on transit no you just say why well, did that we, we you have really nice long heart heart conversations no. with people oh no. was a nice man i met on the plane <laughs> down here he works in texas <laughs> his daughter just had a baby <laughs> go back to reading i'm sidetracking <laughs> okay like like my dad is the exact my dad does this. Is he a rooster? I don't Who know. Who's your dad born? Sixty-six. And what month? August. Um sixty-six. Uh horse. No nope. horse. Fire horse. No. So we'll look at the element of fire when we get to that. Nice. Yeah. No, I mm, my dad meets friends everywhere. We go to tractor supply. Hey, mm-hmm. how's it going? We go to the IGA, the IGA down there. Hey, how's it going? Yep, that that's what he's... Hey, how's it going? That's what he's doing through the rest of his life. Can't go anywhere fast with my dad. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How are you today? So my mom used to do that. You know, my, oh. like I said, my mom's my mom's not a rooster, but she used to do that. She used to go to the gas station and be in the gas station for like 10 minutes. And we're like, the fuck are you doing? She's like, oh, just having a conversation with them. Like, yeah. we don't even live in the state. And yeah. you have a 10 minute conversation with a random yeah. person at the gas station mm-hmm. about their entire life story. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because people are interesting. <laughs> this is my dad's favorite. This is what my dad likes to do. He likes to ask people about their tattoos. Me too. That's how he gets to talking. That's, that's, if he sees like, at the checkout or like he sees like if you're his waitress or waiter that's how he gets to know you is he asks you about your tattoos that he can see mm-hmm. 
That's, that's how we get you. That's why none of mine are visible, so nobody talks to me. Everyone just goes, ew, what's that? To this one I have on my arm. <laughs> well, mine, mine are mostly hidden, too. Is that the one in Elvish? No, the one no, on the back one in Elvish. No, I don't have anything in Elvish. No, you don't? I thought you did. Mm-mm. Oh, no, that's the Tolkien. That's right. Everyone thinks it's a Celtic cross. They go, oh, what's that? Is that a cross? Nope. You're like, no, it's my devotion to Satan. The yep. only one people really ever see on mine is just the front of this one, and they're always just like, oh, are you bleeding? No, it's like no. the entire. Oh, that's like the like the one that's like on my back. Yeah, the the watercolor one. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> back to the story. <laughs> they enjoy the spotlight and will exhibit their charm on any occasion, like a podcast. Hello, I know no one can see my dramatic hand movements, but it's still fun to do. Hands. <laughs> Just hands. Some words that describe roosters. Diligent, passionate, noble, courageous, protective, loyal, melodramatic, blunt, aggressive, and independent. I would agree on all regards. Alright, so now we're down to the big dooge. Uh, dogs are loyal, honest, amiable and kind, cautious, and prudent. Due to having a strong sense of loyalty and sincerity, dogs uh, will do everything for people who they think, or for the person who they think is important. As dogs are not good at communication, it is difficult for them to convey their thoughts to others. Therefore, dogs tend to leave others with the impression that they have a stubborn personality. Dogs are typically honest, fair, faithful, reliable, devoted, cynical, anxious, nosy, hot-tempered, and sarcastic. Okay, so last aminal here. Pink pigs. <laughs> I'm going to murder you, I swear. Pig, pig. More the pig. It's, not, it's never not funny to me now. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll read it like it's supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> pigs are diligent, compassionate, and generous. They have great concentration once they set a goal. They will devote their energy to achieving it. Though pigs rarely seek help from others, they will not refuse to give others a hand. Pigs never suspect trickery, so they are easily fooled. Generally speaking, pigs are relatively calm when facing trouble. No matter how difficult problems are pigs encounter, they can handle things properly and carefully. They have a great sense of responsibility to finish what they are engaged. So some of the words associated with the pig, sincere, generous, friendly, funny, stubborn, materialistic, gullible, lazy, naive, and superficial. So now we're going to get into the five elements. So some of these will contradict some of the stuff with the animals as far as their strengths and weaknesses. It may alter some of the stuff in the animals, but if it lines up, it's extremely strong with the individual. I couldn't find anywhere on whether the element supersedes the animal or the animal supersedes the element. But the five elements, Kelsey, since you're not looking at the notes, can you guess what the five elements are? Oh, Jesus. No, Jesus. Metal, wood. Fire, water, earth, wind, earth, air, earth. <laughs> air, earth. So, yeah, they don't have air as an element. Uh, actually, a lot of things that are associated with air in Western ideology is associated with metal. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole, like, so there's a whole process with how they do the elements that we'll get into when we do the alchemy episode. Because it's really interesting because there's a whole flow diagram of creation and destruction with the elements and how they're set up. Okay. Because, you know, fire burns wood. Um, 
and like fire destroys wood, metal comes from stone, or metal comes from earth. There's a whole creation and destruction flow. Yeah. Um, so metal, some of metal's strength are courageous, ambitious, and competitive. They are typically independent, determined, disciplined, and focused. They have high morals and high standards. Some of their weaknesses are lack of communication skills, stubborn and sometimes unreasonable. They do a bit of judging. A bit? Okay. <laughs> Oops, I was reading this and I'm like, that's not true. That's true. That's not true. A bit. That's more than a bit, buddy. (laughs) Okay, they're susceptible to being cruel and uh, malicious. They cut ties easily and are typically viewed as being jaded. Yeah. You're You're definitely the last one. Yeah. Not jaded. I'm just realistic. All right, uh, some of the strengths of wood are patient and understanding, warm, sociable and compassionate, flexible and adaptable, stable and practical, and generous. Uh, Some of the weaknesses of wood uh, doesn't have a good grasp of boundaries or limits, can be too passive, yields under pressure, can rely too heavily on others. So fire strengths are passion and enthusiastic. They are typically creative, persuasive, and charismatic. Spontaneous and adventurous, always up for a challenge. Warm and loving. Their weaknesses is their attention to seeking. I don't know, it just kind of cut it off there. I don't know if there was more to that, but the source just kind of left it at that. Impatience manipulative, susceptible to mood swings because, you know, fire hot-headed, aggressive, impulsive, and volatile, and dislikes being alone. Oh, right. Water. So some of the strengths of water, uh, diplomatic, observant, empathetic, and good mentors, persistent and determined, intuitive and flexible, gentle yet strong. Some of the weaknesses, self-indulgent, too passive, yeah. Relies on others too much. Yeah. Indecisive and anxious. Ding, ding, ding. I'm not really anxious. That's Hayden. Oh, I have a panic disorder. Hayden does too. So earth, strengths, they are stable and rooted, serious, practical and logical, compassionate, caring and empathetic, responsible, loyal and honest, nurturing, good at pl- planning, strong and enduring weaknesses are typically they are overproductive stubborn conservative and have trouble making risks so the elements i think taught like they kind of intermingle a certain thing yeah so that's that so that's something we got to deal with so that's a whole like that's a big thing of double you know it's over each other and i have a picture that shows all the like elements and years that we'll post up personally this is my opinion i think that this kind of goes in tandem with you know what is used as western and also kind of what's used as celtic which we're going to be covering in a few weeks or so mm-hmm. but i think they all kind of enter weave to make and fully describe a person i mean of course yeah. these things that fit in and don't fit in everything but i think it's a very complex system because we're complex beings and i think there's at least from my personal perspective there's multiple layers that kind of go over that and so you're kind of intermingled and interlocked with all these different systems mm-hmm. yeah well and i think also you can account for what someone goes through 
Right. Yeah. You know, so it's it's one of those we're gonna make an umbrella, mm-hmm. and everyone, a lot of people are gonna fall under the umbrella. It's it's basic assumptions. Well, it's nature versus nurture. You know, you have yeah. like people have certain characteristics that are genetic, and then you have certain characteristics that aren't. You know, there's yeah. I have a half brother who I've never met in person, but we have a lot of things that we have in common that are just from like certain aspects, certain like things like sense of humor and stuff like that, that there's no reason why we should have it in common except for that. But then there's the flip side of that where we have things because of things we've experienced in our lives that are just wildly different. Yeah. I mean, you and your brother are a oh, perfect example of that oh, as well. Yeah. Me, me and my, my half-brother uh, are literally the exact opposite people. And we are raised by the same parents in the exact same household, doing the exact same stuff. And yep. uh, he is insufferable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still love him, but insufferable. I mean, my brother and I are two drastically different people. We, we went through the same thing in... Hey, I'm Kokom Collective, and Hayden shakes like a chihuahua half the time. And yeah. <laughs> I you know, it's just—it's not pretty. Huh? And it makes you want to back away slowly. <laughs> he does. He gets real anxious, and he starts oh, shaking. Like, a... like if you being upset, I've seen you upset, and it's oh not yeah, like, it's not a pretty sight. Yeah, it's but not pretty, <laughs> and it's just. I'm always cool, calm, collective, unless you piss me off. And then, yeah. But Hayden's Hayden's an anxious person and mm-hmm. a drama queen. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'll be over here. <laughs> so, uh, you know, primary sources today, there's a couple websites that we'll link in the description. And then uh, your Chinese horoscope for each year, each and every year by Neil Somerville, Somerville, however you pronounce that, and we'll list that as well. Yeah, so any final thoughts, closing thoughts from either one of you? I mean, it's interesting to know that there's an element. Yeah. I, I grew up with just the animal. I, I think part. it's I think it's interesting with, uh, you know, like with Western, you have elements that are associated specifically to certain mm-hmm. astrological signs. And in this, it's like, oh, you can... Yeah, yeah, with Western, there's, yeah, the elements, and then, you know, because of me, I, I dove way too deep in it, you have the elements, the modalities, the polarities, which is kind of like the yin and yang in this one, too, so they're very similar, yeah. but um, it's, yeah, a lot of, a lot of different working parts, but it doesn't delve into the different years, it's just one single year. Right. Yeah, so I, I this system makes a little bit more sense. Well, in the Celtic, uh, when we get into when we do the OM, it's it does it's a single year, but mm-hmm. and it's interesting, and we'll talk about that. But it kind of goes into types of trees as opposed yeah. to like animals and stuff. So yeah, no, it's it's yeah. kind of a cool different concept. Yeah, yeah, that's the next episode. Yeah, I am. That's fun. I can mm-hmm. tell you what tree you are. Okay, you tell me later. I'll listen to, <laughs> I'll listen to that episode. I'll figure it out. <laughs> What? You mean you want to listen to our podcast? We have a podcast? Kelsey, where can we find our podcast? You can find our podcast on all major podcast platforms. We do have a Facebook at The Wayward Dragons. And we do have an Instagram, The Wayward Dragons. So come say hello. Share pictures of your pets, your cats, or whatever is your pet. Is that an aggressive statement towards me since I haven't posted a picture of you? I feel like that was If you want to post a picture of your void, you can. I will send a picture 
<laughs> I'm the Instagram queen. <laughs> yeah. And then next episode, we're, I believe, covering the Ellen, correct? Yes, we are. We're kind of going to do a Zodiac moon thing <laughs> for a while. <laughs> So we go into the OM, and then we go into the moons. We'll do the full moons after that. And then I will be ruining everyone's thoughts on Easter with uh, our episode on the Sabbath Ostara, which will be fun. Yeah. So that's that's what we got, guys. Uh, Yeah. You learned something, and I hope I didn't bore you too much with ramblings on (laughs) and you know all sorts of weird talk about all sorts of weird things. Yeah. Yeah. Until next time. I was like, please rate, view, and subscribe and tell oh, a yeah. friend. Exactly. Yeah. Please tell a friend. Because mouth is honestly the best advertisement you can have. Yep. I mean, we don't get paid for this. We're no. uh, doing this because to help ourselves learn, to help all of you learn. And, uh, you know, it's the best we can get out there because we can't, we're both, you know, middle class Americans and. We can't yep. afford the advertisement because that junk's expensive. Yes, it is. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Do what I do. Make friends at airports. Tell them everything. Yeah. Tell random people yeah. at airports, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Do Just like, tell hey, random people. Watch this, watch this podcast. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> Go into gas stations. Just yell it at people. Absorb this yeah. podcast. These are things I do. <laughs> tell everybody. Share it on your Facebook. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Go for yeah. it. I'm not going to say, you know, vandalize bathroom stalls with our podcast name. So don't do that. But if you did do that, I wouldn't be mad about it. But don't do that because that's damaging someone else's property. But, you know, uh, if you do it, that's, that's all on you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I neither, I neither, um, is it, I neither condone or condemn, endorse this action. <laughs> um, but yeah, so until next time, I'm Johnny. And this is Kelsey. And? Hey, Ryan. Bye. Bye. <laughs>